Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 246 of Final Fantasy Union. I am your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Lauren. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today, Lauren? I'm doing so well. How are you? I, I'm surprised you've said that, actually, because we both have colds. We do, but I'm, my cold is not as bad as it has been in the past. That's true. You, you're Although, like... You're on like the second wave, aren't you? I am, I am. But like, I feel like the end is on its way. I'm not dying as much. But I will say, though, actually, like sort of doing research for this episode, I actually did research. Um, this seems to be our yearly thing. About a year ago, we posted up on YouTube community that we both had flu-like symptoms and we were dying. Oh, yeah. I mean, remember th- this time last year, I, I was, like, bedridden. It's just... And it I was, just, like, having those, like, um, those cold sweats and everything. Yeah. I, I think this is just an annual thing for us. We feel like crap. <laughs> this year hasn't been as bad as last year. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Mm. Uh, and my symptoms haven't been as bad as yours, but it's just that my voice has been heavily affected, which is obviously... Yeah. It's making you more sexual... I wasn't going to go say that, but um, I was going to say it's been making it, for it, it harder to record scripts. It's very true. It's very true. But uh, yeah, I think we're on the road to recovery now, um, getting a bit better sleep. And generally, yeah, I mean, we've been having fun because we've been playing Nia. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just so nice. It's so nice to be playing Nia again. And I'm like more happy about the fact that everyone else is playing it too like that's the thing the thing this time that's really sold it for me like you know i've played through this game a lot i've done it a lot and so like i know the game it's it's different this time obviously because we have brother near instead of papa near but like the the story isn't really as much affecting me as much as the response from people who have been playing the game and who have been saying how much they love the game. Like, I seriously have not seen anybody criticize Nier. Like, I, I've been seeing um, comments from people who have come from Automata. Mm. And obviously it's, you know, they're going to make those comparisons and they're yeah. going to look at certain things and say, oh, that's done better in this game. And they're going to look at others and say, oh, that's done better in this game. And, you know, that's one of the things I think that we both feared, how how the automata crowd were going to feel about about this game because there are those three different demographics for this game you've got the people like us who played the original game you've got people who played automata and there's going to be people that are playing this version of the game that have played neither of them Mm -hmm. i think that's probably going to be the smallest grouping but but maybe not like maybe maybe like the word's going to get out there like it did with automata and and I don't know how many copies this is going to sell. Mm. I, I My estimation is that it's going to sell at least a million. It's actually really impressive how many people I've been talking to who've come to this from Final Fantasy XIV. Like, it's really fascinating seeing, like, the fact that the raid seemed to be so effective in selling copies. I mean, it also does go to show that, um, I mean, we harp sometimes on Square Enix for their ridiculous collaboration <laughs> events. But Final Fantasy XIV has... has seem to have done it the best Mm. because the and i think in some ways it's because yoshida has been so smart about how he's done it Mm. he has generally involved the original creators so for the final fantasy tactics stuff he got matsuno back in Mm. to work on it with him 
And with the the Nia stuff, he's had Yoko Taro working on it with him. And it's been they've been able to craft something that's much more meaningful mm-hmm. and more in keeping and, and um, I guess, respectful of the original source material. Whereas when you look at all the collaboration events they do in all their other games, it's just like throwaway stuff. It's like an event that's taking place. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. I think Mobius did it a little bit, like when they had their Final Fantasy X event, that was Mm -hmm. a big deal. But that's because all the people that made Final Fantasy X were also working on Mobius, so they cared. But that was also a harder situation because of the fact that it wasn't releasing around the same time as it was in the the West, because like Final Fantasy VII Remake did have a huge event in Mobius that correlated with, I think, with the... they, Japanese had, they had numerous ones. They were like, like them in, in the build up and stuff. Yeah, and, and like we just didn't get it at the time. They were just kind of like, eh, they can wait. <laughs> and then eventually we got it as kind of like a throwaway. Um, but but yeah, those games, um, obviously, like they don't have the same. Um, I, I mean, they do have the same player, but like Mo, uh, Brave Exodus has got huge player base. Mm. But I wouldn't say they're as engaged as they are with 14 because 14 is such a story driven game. It's such a collaborative experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these these events that they hold, uh, I mean, we haven't played through them, obviously, but we hear about them on a regular basis. And yeah, it's true. I've, I've also heard about people that have been coming into near from the Final Fantasy 14 raids and are just. It's made them really curious about who these characters are. And like, you know, that's that's obviously something we've seen with the Origins videos too, and the evolution videos, mm-hmm. where people get introduced at certain points in the franchise and they get introduced to all these different characters, but they have no idea who they really are. Yeah. So then they go and they're trying to find out more information about them. So Near Replicant is is great for that because it's all these people that have have no idea about Near that are playing 14, are playing the raids because they want to. Mm-hmm. and they're like well okay i'm doing this but i have no idea what's going on really yeah but i like the music and i like the characters this is pretty cool and i think you know we said this before about 16 and i feel as though one of 16's biggest audiences will be the 14 crowd mm-hmm. and and i have a feeling they're going to do a good job with tying those two together getting that 14 crowd like really marketing 16 at the 14 crowd primarily yeah, yeah. and it's what's if they do do that, it would be really smart because it's what Square have have often chosen not to do. They, I don't want to say they have a dim view, but like the legacy fans are not their primary concern. Mm. Really, it seems like they're far more interested in getting new people in, getting as many new people in, get all these new people in. Yeah, because the old fans, like they don't what you know. Yeah, yeah, no. Hence why we have the first soldier. <laughs> But yeah, no, like ultimately, I just, it, it just makes me so happy. Like I'm I just every day I'm seeing somebody who said, this is my new favorite series. This, the story in this game is just incredible. And it just makes me so happy. I'm I'm just so happy that Nier has finally been giving, like the original Nier, of course, has been finally given the platform that it needed to have the recognition it deserves how do you feel about the game though like obviously because you play the original so much and yeah. everyone knows your story about the platinum <laughs> trophy that you didn't get i know i mean it's fun like i don't i don't mind like i love it i just yeah it's um it's definitely different playing it on a stream it's not as personal experience i guess i'm like constantly thinking like oh god 
I don't really want to cry on the stream. So let me just try and play this straight. <laughs> and I'm just like feeling myself like trying to keep myself from getting too emotional because I just, I get really embarrassed when I get emotional. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm having a bit of like a conflicting experience playing on on stream. It's okay, Lauren, I'm here for you. I know, I know. But no, it's it's true though. Like I, I get really like, I, I just have this thing where I get really embarrassed by being emotional. So I'm, I'm a bit nervous about certain stuff, but um, I am having fun. And I, I do I do like the gameplay. I don't really remember, honestly. Like, I don't really remember having any problems with the old, with the old gameplay. I think if you played that if now... If I played that now, maybe I would see the difference and be like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, this makes sense. It's the same thing, though, and there's been many discussions happening about the soundtrack. And I guess the argument that I was making was that yeah, if you listen to both versions like simultaneously or one after the other back to back, you're going to hear the changes. Mm-hmm. But if you just heard the rearranged soundtrack and no one told you mm-hmm. it was changed, a lot of people probably wouldn't notice the difference. Yeah. And I feel as though like it's only by by doing a direct comparison that you would you would have a preference. Like some of the tracks, I, I really prefer the new versions. I mm. think they work really, really well. Um, and like, I guess it depends on how familiar you are with the source material, but it's like, you know, in the olden days when they used to do the graphics comparisons between the different consoles, like if, if like, even now, if digital foundry didn't have their video where you could see the side by side, here's every single console stacked up against each other with pauses and, and zooms and all this stuff and the frame rate graphs, you wouldn't, if you only ever played one version of the game, you wouldn't know it was good or bad you just yeah. know this is the game i'm playing yeah exactly but now like i really do love the i really do love the new like little additions to songs that we've um listened to in the past um i yeah yeah it's it's just nice it's just the the old near game but with the coat of paint and a younger model it's basically what we wanted from the first game. Yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, like we were obviously asking for a remake for a while, but this is ultimately all we wanted. I, like, I, I, like Square never really put any budget behind Yoko Taro's projects. Still seems to be the case. <laughs> but but even even back then, like you know, I I was always of the impression that if Square had actually given Caviar or or, or given near to a more competent developer, yeah like Platinum Games, with Neuro Automata, it would have been up there as one of the greatest games on the PlayStation 3. But to be honest, considering, like, weirdly, considering the environment in which Nier is and considering the environment in which Automata is, I feel like it kind of makes sense that Platinum Games is not a part of it. Because I always feel like, now level with me so i'm leveling to be to be is a robot right so like she's going to have android she's going to have like a considerable amount of finesse and like options and all this like sort of flashy grabby stuff near is just like a person like he's not anything special he's just a brother who wants to take care of his sister and stuff so i kind of feel like the system with to be wouldn't work for wouldn't work for um near because near is like 
just a kid. No, and I, and I'm, I'm not too bothered that Platinum Games aren't involved with the, yeah. the version art. That's just like kind of my thought process of it at the moment. But it's like if they were involved in the original version. In the original version, maybe, yeah. Maybe they would have been better. And that's that's always been the thing that, uh, that I kind of lament that Nier, the original Nier could have been what Automata is now. And it yeah. could have been seen as as one of the best games of the generation. Yeah. But it it's not no. seen as that at all. No. Because it just didn't have all of the components it needed. No. And that's ultimately what, like, if you want to be that AAA game, it's, it's like Uncharted. The original Uncharted is probably, like, it. I have such a special place in my heart for that game because it wasn't best in class in anything, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But it did a lot of things really, really well. Yeah. And and when you get a game like Nier, where it does like I don't know, three out of the six things required really well, but those other three are really bad, <laughs> it really shows. Yeah. And like if those other three had been up to par, then it would have succeeded. And obviously that's what Uncharted Two managed to do because they took all those elements and they raised them to best in class. And when you've got a game that has every element that's one of the best in in the industry, then you're going to get a stellar game. Yeah. No. But on that note, we've we've segued here. <laughs> I know. We're actually supposed to be talking about Final Fantasy Four today. Yeah, but enjoy Near if you're playing Near, and come watch us on stream if you if you can on Tuesdays and Thursdays at seven thirty p.m. BSD. Good job, Lauren. Nice Thank plug. You. And on another plug, we're actually going to do some shout outs now for our Patreon supporters who Yay! support the podcast. And we're going to kick things off with Lewis James at LJ Composer. Zach Taranto. Rachel Casterton at Drunken Vieira. Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J. Alex and Rachel Trowman at Akira Nangin. Miles Ribbons. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Theron Bullen at Massacre23. Tom Hughes at Tom underscore Hughes22. Yam Potato. Noah Latrell. Ryzen. Sam Ennis. Chris Willis. Fayez Bilal. Joshua Johnson at the Cancer Bus. Freya Stella. Lauren Luscombe. Tim Michael Vern at Phoenix Zero Two SA. Marco Lillo. Timmy Turner's Babysitter. Darren Matthews at Doomster Seventy Three. And Weston Dalton at Darth Biscuit One One Six. Thank you so Thank much, you, everyone. everyone. Okay, yes. Yeah, so Final Fantasy Four. This is uh, another continuation episode because we're we're continuing our quest to play through all the main. Uh, series games mm-hmm. on Twitch. Um, we actually just finished Final Fantasy V. Yeah. But to celebrate that, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> yeah, we're, we we got some catching up to do. So this was a game that you played. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess we should start off... I was having to remember who played it then, because it was a while, a while ago. No, you played it. Did I? Yeah, you no, played I, it. No, I did one and three. Oh, yeah. wait. So what did we do? So we played, I played four and then, or sorry, I played four. because I then... played Life is Strange. Uh, is that remember? what? Remember? Yeah. 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 This is good. You see, it, it was so long ago and so long, so much has happened that we couldn't even remember who played it. No. But it was definitely you, Lauren. Yeah, it must have been. It's definitely you. But first, we are going to be talking about our previous experience with the game before this refresh. And I think we're both in a similar situation there because I like I've played four before a long time ago. I think I played it on emulation because it just was not really that accessible in mm. in Europe. And I well there was a, a PlayStation version I think that released um as part of a I don't know. 
Yeah. And I think it was different in North America. But either way, it took it took a long time for Final Fantasy IV to be released in Europe. Mm. I think it was 2002 until we finally got it. But I I remember like kind of struggling with it a little bit. And like the the big standout moment for me obviously was Cecil becoming a paladin. I didn't really remember much after that, mm. if I'm honest. Yeah, I mean my experience with Final Fantasy Four is that I I played it much after my youth when I like was really dedicated and I say like I'm really dedicated. I'm really dedicated to the series right now. Like I'm more dedicated to the series than I've ever been in my entire life. But um sort of yeah, I played it I played it kind of outside of that little like spat where I was just just completely engrossed in the games that I was playing, like, um, you know, Final Fantasy seven through 10, I'd say and stuff. So I kind of went back and played the older games and, um, yeah, I just, it was just kind of like a, it was a game <laughs> and I, I still kind of feel that way about Final Fantasy four. Unfortunately, like, I think it's a better one of the original, sort of five in the sense that like the story was an improvement off of the other ones it was a bit more coherent um but like it still had a lot of things that were that just were a bit meh about it by today's standards by today's standards is obviously the caveat yes i mean like so there's been so many different versions of final fantasy 4 released over the years i think we figured out that there's like 12 mm. maybe 13 because i think i may have forgotten one in the video we did uh which is ridiculous and we decided to play the psp version which is final fantasy 4 the complete collection which obviously comes with interlude which is exclusive to that version of the game it doesn't you can't play anywhere else and um also the after years which is the sequel and i guess the reason we chose to play that version instead of the ds remake is really down to the aesthetics of it it's hard though because they both have pros and cons i feel like final fantasy 4 ds has the voice acting it has um much better crafted scenes i'd say the they've done a they did a redid the localization they they re-included lots of scenes that were cut from the original snes version and all of the games that are related to that lineage so the story is probably the more comprehensive on the ds but there's something just about the psp version i don't i've never really been too much of a fan of those ds 3d remake style no. of game like it just looks really not great i don't know like it's like that whole thing when you go back to play original PlayStation games where they were trying to learn how to do 3D. They just don't look anywhere near as good a lot of the time as the 16-bit games where they mm. were like really, really polished. Like going back and looking at those old Sonic games, Streets of Rage, those kind of games, even like Vector Man, they were so polished and the animations were like really crisp and like they were so fluid. And then like the early like 3D games just... That did not age well mm -hmm. and like the ds games of this like you know final fantasy 3 and 4 they aged okay but like we had so many comments when we were streaming final fantasy 4 on the psp 
about how good it looked.、Mm. Like the characters look really cool. The animations, the, the enemies look really cool. The the animations of the music. And music, what am I talking about? The magic,、mm. all the summon animations as well, like the, just visually the backgrounds. Like visually, Final Fantasy IV PSP was such a step up from from the original game. They did, did such a great job with increasing the fidelity of the graphics, and I think that's ultimately the reason why we went for that version because the soundtrack's the same as the DS version,、mm-hmm. and. Like they did relocalize the script again, but not to the same standard as the DS version. I don't think. Yeah. But that that's ultimately why we picked that that version of the game. But but like you know, most of the elements are the same. There's still the, like the um all of the core mechanics are different. Obviously, there's some quality li- quality of life improvements over like the original SNES version. But I guess to like to start off, Lauren, how did you feel about the transition from? The the kind of the 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 NES version, the Famicom versions, or the NES to the the SNES, like with the three versus four, three versus four. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, as far as like you know, well, I can only think about the DS because that's the only version of three that I played was the DS version. Actually, like、um, back in the day, I only yeah. I mean, the, DS I, the three three DS is is pretty similar to this the NES version.、Mm. I mean, I hate you. You know me. I don't like the DS versions of the games. I don't. I. I just. I don't think they've aged well. I don't think they've aged well in the least bit. Like the graphics just look weird. The characters look weird. It doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy game. It doesn't feel. It feels like a cheap knockoff of the Final Fantasy games. And like I know that that's like quite rude, but <laughs> it just. I much prefer this like sort of sixteen bit. Classic style. I just that feels like a classic Final Fantasy to me. And so going from the Final Fantasy three to、um, the Final Fantasy four complete collection was really nice because I think yeah, the Final Fantasy four complete collection is more what I feel like a remaster should be. I wouldn't have minded if they had added the voc the like sort of voiceovers to the. Um, complete collection. Although it doesn't really need it. I mean, we had fun doing the voiceovers anyway. You know, like Daryl and I just had a blast pretending to be Cecil and、um, or Brav. Yeah, Edge, 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 and like totally, like Rydia. I'm so awesome.、Um, but yeah, I just feel like I feel like it was the right way to go, and I it's the way that I wish they would have gone with all of the sort of remasters, redoes of the Final Fantasy games.、Um, but yeah, I mean, like overall, I I, I do think that Final Fantasy Four looked more like what a Final Fantasy is to the Final Fantasy Three DS version. And then, like in terms of like the story, and because obviously there's a much bigger cast of characters, it's no longer four n- nameless. Well, two had names, but four、mm-hmm. warriors of light as such. You actually had a main protagonist this time. He had relationships with some of the characters. You met some along the way. They all had kind of predetermined job classes. Like, how did you feel about that switch、yeah. compared to what had come before? Um, the only thing I would say is that women were kind of pushed aside. Um, <laughs> there were quite a few times where Cecil was just like, 
Rose, you have to stay behind because I have to go do manly stuff and you have to be protected, blah, blah, blah. And you're just kind of like, just go away, Cecil. Like, honestly, I know you're a moon person, but really, I can summon a freaking dragon and rip your face off, okay? Like, back off. (laughs) Back the boop off. Just for clarification here, we're... The the um the subtle uh sexism also related to Rydia. Mm, yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, from that perspective, like I thought it was a bit of a it was a bit of a meh. Um, because obviously in two Maria she could be whatever. Yeah, and like three Rydia could be whatever. Like Refia. She, or Refia, sorry, Rydia. <laughs> Refia could be whatever in three. Um, but like yeah, it just felt like they really they really tapped into this sort of like classic fantasy-esque thing of the woman being a damsel well, and they're both mages as being well protected they used long-range weaponry primarily yeah so there's like less freedom there less um less sort of um women it's also kind of used as a trope as well like <clears throat> the initial quest you know she's she's gone out looking for him and she yeah, gets and she injured gets sick. And- you have to go and save Aww. her. But um, I also feel like, you know, there was a lot of characters in this game in comparison to um, sort of later games down the line when the cast is a bit more, a bit more minimal. Like, I felt like we were like replacing people all the time because you have like Edward and then all of a sudden Edward's gone. What? Where did you go? Why? Why did you leave us? Why did you leave us? Why? Why? And like Tella kind of like, goes at one point in the game sid is in and out of the game palam and porum are in yeah. and out of the game it just it kind of Yang gave me as well. it kind of gave me the same feels of final fantasy 6 and the criticisms i have with that game but kind of worse like it, it it was like this kind of hybrid with with like two as well they were like oh well this it's we did it in two let's do it again like it was cecil was like the main figurehead of the group and everyone else is kind of in and out all the time you don't really ever get a set feel of the party until the ending suite of the gate like the ending passage Mm. up until that point they give you the roles that you need to be able to get through the problem you're going to face Mm. and like at least in that regard it was quite well crafted uh they never really gave you a scenario you couldn't solve with what you had available to you even though the choice was taken away from you Mm. I guess thinking about it, they were trying to, they were like almost kind of trying to treat the narrative like how they did in like the sort of Star Wars films. Like they they were kind of trying to treat it as a film, right? Because like in those kind of films, there were characters like like party members that come in and out. Like for some reason, I can't think of any other option, any other, um, any other examples except for in, I think it was... Was it the rise of Skywalker? Well, like the the first film, right? Yeah. You know, Luke Skywalker is the main focal point. Yeah. You have, like Princess Leia, who joins at certain points. Yeah. Han Solo disappears, comes back. Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. They were trying to go with that type of narrative structure where it's like, okay, well, characters come in and out. That's fine. And um, I just don't think that I I don't like that. 
I, I just don't think you ever get enough time with those characters. And then also the fact that like, you don't really want to commit. Like you get this weird committing yeah. issue where you're just like, well, I don't really want to spend time working on you because you're just going to go away in a, and, like five seconds. And you seconds. never knew if you're going to get them back. And I think yeah. one of the weird things that was happening on the stream was that we had people in the chat saying, you need to change that person's equipment now mm-hmm. because, because yeah. they're not going to yeah, be coming back. Yeah, because they're not coming back. And you're just like, oh, for frick's sake. Like, I just, I got them all nice and happy and they looked good in their outfit. Like, let me just keep them I in mean, in some ways lot. you could view it as the game was one long, big, big tutorial. Yeah. Because at the end, especially like it, maybe not in the original game, but in this version, you can change your party before the final boss fight. Mm. And so you'd get like, you get a, a feel for all the, the different characters and what they offer and what you can do with them all. Mm. Um obviously like not all of them were available for that ending sequence but at least you 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 got an appreciation of each of them yeah yeah and basically it's just all about sezzle yeah pretty much um so yeah it's it's just it's just hard because like i don't want to be i don't like being too critical in final fantasy 4 because obviously it's when they were still kind of finding their feet and I do think that they improved, like, a considerable It was, it was a significant improvement on the stories that they had previously told. Yeah. Because there was uh, a main character, a clear main character, which they'd never really had before. There were, there were f- like, actual moments that happened that made you feel certain things. Mm-hmm. They tried really, I mean, like, 2 had it, where they had all the character deaths. Final Fantasy IV, they... they they had some in there. They had fake outs. And like it, I think it was really quite interesting how it happened. But it was still generally quite abrupt. Like it was like, oh, that person's done that. Oh, and then let's move on to the next thing. Yeah. And I think that was one of the, the things they really needed to, to learn from in this game was that they tried to introduce these set pieces where you got to introduce new characters into the fray. But you didn't really get too much time with those characters. It's like, okay, so we've got to we've gone to Dam Sam, we've met Edward. We've heard a little bit about Edward on the way because mm-hmm. we've met Teller and we've heard Teller moaning about how this person's stolen his daughter away. Yeah. We get to the castle, daughter's dead. Has a mini hissy fit at Edward and they're like, Well, Edward didn't really do anything wrong. And and then you get to like Teller disappears. <laughs> Straight away, <laughs> and then you go off on the little side quest with Edward. You come back, Edward, and then you go on like the voyage, and then you lose everyone. Like, like it, you never really get to spend too much time with those characters. Like Cecil's the only one that really has a decent amount of backstory in terms of what's going on. Yeah, because most of the t- the other ones just disappear. Yeah, yeah, they just go somewhere or get sick, and you're just like, oh, well, great. And like even Rydia, like the fact that like she just goes away. For a large portion of For the game. For a large portion of the game. And then all of a sudden, like, push, here I am. Uh, and all of a sudden, I have boobs, even though I'm like 12. Yeah. And you're just like, why the hell did this happen? Where did you come from? Why did you get boobs? I don't understand. You know? Time flows differently. Time does flow differently in the chestral region <laughs> of people. Um, but yeah, no, I just... Yeah, it it just was a bit it just was a bit interesting. Um but uh in terms of like I guess I don't know, like set pieces, so like environment wise, like I don't I don't really have any place that was particularly 
memorable <laughs> in I guess maybe the castles and the one scene where um where Gomez's hand goes for the crystal. Yeah, and they can't stop it. They can't stop it because it's the claw. <laughs> the claw is stealing the crystal. What is this? I think that's the thing. Like Final Fantasy IV was a big improvement, but it it still had a lot of work <laughs> that needed to be done. And like, you know, we were even before like the episode, we were trying to think about our favorite tracks from the soundtrack and i was mm. listening back to it thinking yeah like these tracks are decent yeah but like none of them particularly stand out to me as tracks that i'm i really want to listen to on repeat to like get me going or like like you know like it's the, because we've just listened to the entire nearest track near soundtrack and are just maybe but like final fantasy 5 there's yeah. tracks in final fantasy 5 that i really like it's true i mean and, x death is a is a bop yeah, and like I really, I really like some of the town themes in five and and stuff. And like Final Fantasy four just doesn't really like the theme of love is decent. It's probably my favorite track. Mm, um, and like the, like the battle music's okay, the boss music's okay, the final boss music's okay. Like the Red Wings tracks is good. Yeah, but like there's nothing that really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. <laughs> A lot of the tracks are good, but like I'd say the the soundtracks for one and two were better, mm. and three three was like on par, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like I don't I think really... that's a conclusion, <laughs> there, Lauren. I think that's it. Yeah, like you know, I just um, it was it was just it was it was a good stepping stone, I think, for what Final Fantasy would become. Um, you know, it set like, it on the right path. Yeah, and it kind of had a. It had a good tone, I think, throughout the game um, in terms of, like, compared to, well, what we'll get to with 5. I think, like, it it kind of kept, it kept us engaged the whole time. Yeah, the pacing was good. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that from 4. Um, so, Daryls, would you play 4 ag- again by choice? um <laughs> like i don't know there's, there's games i'd rather play yeah same yeah because like it is like i think if they if they were going to try and remake this game i probably would like play it but like they'd have to overhaul it essentially like it's got it's got the best story out of the first four yeah but and it obviously has like the active time battle system and stuff there's definite things that you could say that it 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 stands above those previous games mm. but like weirdly enough like i'd say like in terms of enjoyment it's kind of comparable to those previous four as well mm-hmm. uh, three sorry like i had a, i had fun playing final fantasy one and mm-hmm. three and i i enjoy final fantasy two's backward mechanics <laughs> of leveling and progression but the story of two is like oh yeah. the word system no i know it's such a slog never again to get through it uh, and, I, and, and that's the thing like final fantasy one is a short experience yeah. so it's it's fine you know yeah, you, you can do a bit of grinding through. every now and again it's fine whatever final fantasy three was a bit more laborious and maybe i benefited from having the speed <laughs> hacks you did. from the pc version yes. uh oh sorry yeah um that carried over um but i think like for four is is fun i'd say yeah like i'd say it's better than the previous three but but like not by a huge margin Mm. it was just it was just a step in the right direction 
Yeah. So yeah, that's that that pretty much sums up Final Fantasy IV. Mm-hmm. A step in the right direction. Yes. And as we did in our video at the start of the year about like where where to start. No, last year, where to start. I think four is a good place to start, probably mm-hmm. more than the other three, because it has more in common with what came after. Like it's got the ATB yeah. system. There there is like a, a larger cast of characters that all have specific roles and stories. Mm-hmm to them um there is like development there's set pieces very very basic set pieces but they are there there's nothing really like staple wise that you would miss from playing the first three compared to what you would play with four yeah because you also really need to play through four as valley girl ridia because why not it's just the best it's like the best experience ever and i think it really adds depth to her character and then geezer edge yeah 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 Yeah, mate i think it works so well (laughs) (laughs) but that's maybe me just being cocky (laughs) uh but yeah no um yeah i'd I'd say i i probably am not the biggest fan of four but you'd give it two two out of four laurens (laughs) i'd i just say you know i i see you there i acknowledge your existence stay Stay, stay over there. Stay over there. Stay over there. But yeah, hopefully you guys have enjoyed our two discussions about Mia <laughs> and Final Fantasy IV. Yes. And um, yeah, if you're planning to play Final Fantasy IV in the near future, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Mm. <laughs> After we just like, Hey, we didn't slag it <laughs> off. We, we were very diplomatic with our opinions. Mm. I think you'll find, Lauren. Yes, I'm sure. Maybe you weren't. <laughs> <sighs> worst game ever what <laughs> no it was not so yeah uh, the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the 19th 18th of May not 19th mm. that'll be a Wednesday mm. 18th of May until then be sure to check out all our previous episodes on FinalFantasyUnion.com as well as the the previous three we've done kind of recapping the games we've played so far um, you can also check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion if you want to support the show with that, I think it's time for us to conclude, Lauren. Goodbye, everyone. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a Final FinalFantasyUnion.com production. <laughs> <laughs>